Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. This is the Funky Farm Girl. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, and you're listening to episode 42, Winter Sewing. This week, we're going to give you all the details about how to use winter sewing to get a jump start on your spring garden. We'll talk about what is it, why you would want to do it, and all the steps on how to do it. But before we go into all that, let's jump right into our weekly feature, What's Happening on the Homestead. So this week we are working on adding kitchen scraps and pine shavings to the chicken run. Um, Part of this is because we've had quite a bit of rain and we need to add some dry stuff to the chicken run. And part of this is just a shift in how we're going to be feeding the chickens from now on. We're really going to be starting to use the chickens and the garden together so that they can feed each other. So we're going to be, instead of having a separate compost pile that will decompose and then I feed it to the garden and then take those garden scraps and feed them to the chickens and then take the garden scraps from take the stuff from the chickens and then use it to make compost I'm gonna I'm gonna skip a step and I'm gonna put the chicken scraps directly into the chicken run and let them decompose there so that the compost pile will also be the chicken run and that should give the chickens a lot of variety in their diet and it should also make for a much much richer compost so um that is what we've been working on this week Gracie moved a lot of compost into the chicken run today and we will see how that goes we also have started some seeds and that includes some winter sowing which we will get into here in just a second but before we do I want to share with you guys about one of my favorite new companies that I've just discovered called Native Vanilla Native Vanilla Um, are organic micro farmers in Papua New Guinea and they work directly with these farmers so that the farmers are able to get a fair price for their vanilla beans and we're able to get really high quality vanilla products from them. Um, I have tried their vanilla extract and it is amazing. Um, I'm also looking forward to using some of their other products like their vanilla bean powder, their vanilla bean sugar um, in my coffee, um, and I'm also going to be doing a demo on Instagram TV this week on how to make your own extract. I know that I've done that in my stories before, but I want to put together a little video for you guys this week on how to make vanilla extract 
on your own and you can get your beans from native vanilla and know that they are high quality fair trade organic vanilla beans so um, check that out on instagram later this week if you click the link to the website in the show notes you'll get 10 percent off your first order and try out those vanilla beans so let's get into today's episode today we're talking about winter sowing as i've said um first of all what is it it's a method where we can start seeds in many greenhouses outdoors in a way that kind of imitates the cold stratification that they would get if they were in the ground or in nature where they would go dormant and then the fluctuating temperature would help the seed cover to open up and really prepare those seeds to germinate when the time comes. So why would we want to do that? Why wouldn't we just put them in the seed trays and put them under the lights and keep them in the garage like everybody else is doing? Well one because we don't have to buy the seed trays and we don't have to have the space in the garage and we don't have to have the grow lights. These are things that you can do with recyclables that you have right around your house right now. There are things that um, are able to imitate the fluctuations of weather that are outside and that ends up creating a stronger healthier seedling that's ready to go in the ground come spring so we are going to talk about how you can get that done if that sounds great to you and you're itching to get started putting something in the dirt i know i got my hands in some dirt this week and oh it was so good for my soul so let's talk about how to do this First of all, you need to gather some milk jugs and bottles. Any kind of clear plastic bottles will work for this. Two liter bottles, water jugs, um, milk jugs that are not opaque. Anything like that that you can see through it. The clear are best. The, The clear green also work, but not quite as well. Um... You want to make sure that you remove a label, especially on like a two liter bottle, something like that. Um, But you want to have as much light going into it as you can. So no opaques, clear plastic, remove the labels. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take your jug or your bottle and you're going to cut all the way around like three quarters of the way around so that you have a space of maybe an inch inch and a half that is still uncut but otherwise you're just going to cut a ring all the way around so that that part that you leave uncut acts like a hinge and you can flip off the top and get inside of it and then flip it back on to close it up then we're going to put some drainage holes in the bottom of the bottle or the jug and basically you want to put one on the side of the bottle near the very bottom of it and then you want to put two or three on the bottom of the bottle itself some people use a heated screwdriver maybe they put a lighter to it to make it hot or they stick it in a fire to make it hot um I use my husband's soldering gun 
and it works really easily to just stick it up in there and it melts a hole pretty quickly and I'm able to go through several um, rather quickly. Whatever you can find that works good for you. Maybe you just use a sharp tool that will poke a good hole in it. Um, you just need to make sure that you have some drainage holes in the bottom and one or two on the very side down near the bottom for for good drainage because we don't want these to get sopping wet and you're also going to remove any lid that might be on the top so if you have like a jug of milk you re remove the screw top on the top or um, on a bottle of soda or things like that you're not going to need that lid so you can go ahead and throw that away now once we have our container cut and ready to go we're going to need to get some potting mix you're going to want something that's light and fluffy we don't want to use heavy wet soil in this so you don't want to use anything that has something that says that there is moisture control or water retention or things like that those kinds of things are going to hold on to moisture and they're going to make it very very wet and heavy and those are going to cause your seeds to mold rather than to germinate and we don't want that you're going to want something more like a perlite mix or peat moss um, any kind of really light fluffy mix will work really well for this you're going to want to use two to three inches of the soil and you put it down in the bottom of your container and then you you need to wet it some um, i tend to have a bucket that i put some of the mix in i wet that and kind of mix it up and then i grab handfuls of that to put into my containers then once you have the two to three inches of dirt in your bottle or your jug you're going to take your seeds and you're going to sprinkle them across the top don't worry about what it says about depth and all that kind of stuff when you're doing winter sowing you don't need to worry about the depth of the seed you just sprinkle it right there on top and then you're going to take a little bit more dirt and sprinkle that on top just enough to cover those seeds and then put your hand on top of it and kind of press down so you know that there's been soil to seed contact okay so we have our jug all prepped and ready it's full of dirt we've got our seeds in there and a little bit more dirt on top of that now it's time to close up our little greenhouse you're going to need duct tape for this job and this is not the time to use cheap duct tape get the best duct tape you can find and you are going to need to do one of two ways I've seen where people take strips and they make them go vertically up and down and alternate you know all the way around um, spaced out so that it's connected on both both sides on the top and the bottom or you can just take one big piece and seal it all the way around that's the way I learned to do it and I think that's the way I'll continue doing it because I know how well that worked for me I don't want to start a new way and maybe it not work as well so my recommendation would be all the way around but I have seen people that do strips in intervals um, around it um, vertical strips and so if you want to try that way maybe see how that works for you but um, I'm going to do the horizontal all the way around you also are going to want to label your jug 
make sure you use a sharpie or a paint pen and keep in mind that this is going to be outside in the weather so rain and sun and snow possibly are going to wear at this label so you want to make sure it's a really good label um, what worked well for me last year was to use a piece of duct tape and write on it with a paint pen and I actually stuck it on the inside of the top of the dome jar of the jug and then sealed it up um, so that it didn't get very much weather on it and it was still able to be read um, when it came time to plant it. You're going to want to put the date that you planted it and what the seed is. You don't want to play guess my greenhouse when it comes time to put these things in the ground. Um, because if you do, you're just going to have surprises all over the place. You're not going to know anything about what you planted that year. So make sure you label it and make sure you put it in such a way that it's not going to wear off with the weather. Okay, so now that we have our labeled, sealed jugs with our dirt and our seeds inside, we're going to take them outdoors. Now, we're going to take them somewhere that is protected by wind, but still has access to sun and rain and possibly snow. Somewhere like a patio table, um, just underneath a tree, somewhere where they're not going to fall over if a bunch of wind hits them. You may want to put them into a tray or some type of thing that will hold them like a, a Rubbermaid tote or something like that to keep them from tipping over. Um, but if you do that, make sure that you have drainage holes in that as well because it will fill up with water and things like that and then it's going to bottom feed that soil and make it way too damp. So you want to make sure that you keep drainage holes in whatever container that you're putting your little greenhouses into as well if you choose to use those. So then what's going to happen is you're going to have cycles of freezing and thawing where we have warm time and then cold colder times where the temperature goes up and down and varies a lot during the winter going into spring and that is going to loosen the seed coats and it's going to prepare the seeds for germination so then when it starts to become more and more warmer days but still some cold nights if you go out and check you're going to see some sprouts on your seedlings and once you see those sprouts you need to check the soil to see if it's dried out and you can do that one of two ways sometimes you can just look in the top of it through the lid opening and see for yourself if it's wet or dry if it's damp and it, it looks like it's still doing pretty good then you can just leave it that way um, if it's dry you can open it up and give it some water or you can even stick a nozzle of a spray bottle down in there and spray that soil till you get it really really good and damp um, and once you've started to do that you may have to keep checking on it because as it gets warmer um, it may dry out a little more or as it gets warmer you may get more thunderstorms in your area and not have to water it because it's getting plenty of rain so just make sure that you start keeping an eye on it once the warmer days come you can also once it gets warmer days and still has cooler nights you can open that little greenhouse up take off that tape open it up 
um, let it get some sunshine during the day and some fresh air and then you can close it back up at night to protect it from the frost and that will help to harden off your plants as well so they'll get a little bit tougher and a little bit more used to the weather and then once you've reached your last frost date uh, you can go ahead and put those in the ground and what I recommend that you do is wait until it's a cloudy day and plant them on a cloudy day because that will help prevent transplant shock. They won't be as stunned to be in a new place in a new environment and all that if it's cloudy versus a really, really sunny day. So it's just that simple. Uh, winter sowing is something that really has made a huge difference. It's what made me be able to grow a garden last year from seed when I had failed to start seeds inside for years and years and years and years. So I really highly recommend it. It's also super low startup cost because really you're buying duct tape and dirt. Um, the rest of the stuff you usually just have at home already. So I really, really encourage you, grab some milk jugs. Ask your friends and your neighbors to save milk jugs. Go through your neighbor's recycling on trash day. Ask them if they mind. And grab you some, some jugs. I've been saving mine all year, so I have oodles of them. So I will be starting mine this week. And I'm planning to do a lot of sharing of that on Instagram. So you can check out IGTV and stories and um, I will be saving all the stuff from the stories to my highlights so that it's easy referenced for you. It'll be under winter sewing. Um, also you're going to want to make sure uh, as far as the order goes it's really general rule of thumb just like you would if you were planting outside. So start with your cold weather crops and your brassicas and then do some of your perennials then you can you know get the rest of your vegetables and herbs um, planted and then do your heat loving stuff like peppers and tomatoes and okra and honestly that's the general rule of how to do it but nature knows when it's time and those seeds will just continue to be dormant until it's time so even if you just do them all at once earlier in the year um, then they'll sit there and they'll wait and they'll come up when it's time uh, it just may take them a lot longer to germinate because it's not the right temperature yet so stagger them or do them all at once and know that they'll take their time coming up and honestly you can start this right after Christmas first of the year um, I tend to wait until February because I have more things going on in January that I trying to button up and finish up around the house before gardening season starts and this is the kickoff of start of gardening season for me so um, I'll be doing mine and like I said you can follow me on Instagram to see more of what I'm doing if you have any questions about winter sewing you can email me I have a new email address it's Jenny j-e-n-n-y at thefunkyfarmgirl.com so that's jenny at thefunkyfarmgirl.com so be sure to shoot me an email let me know how you like this week's episode let me know if you have any questions 
Um, send me your success stories. I'd love to see pictures of your garden um, once things start coming up. Uh, you can always tag me on Instagram and let me know how that's going or on Facebook. Next week's episode will be all about canning 101 water bathing. So we'll start diving into once we get all this produce, what are we going to do with it? So the first part of our food preservation series will be about water bathing. And then we'll cover pressure canning and pickling. So stay tuned. And until then, I hope that your hands have dirt under your nails and that the sun is shining on your face. And that we finally, finally have spring coming soon. See you next week. Thanks for stopping by y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted. (laughs) 